0: Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Al D. This is a show designed for aspiring current and former MBAs looking for advice on how you can grow your career through an MBA degree. During each episode, I'll talk to MBA students, graduates and leaders about the MBA experience, navigating the workplace and career development, so you can learn how to develop and achieve your own version of career success through an MBA and beyond. Hey, everyone, LD here, and excited to be back on the podcast. Today, I want to do an episode about some of the realities and lessons of the workplace and about careers that I think are realities that nobody ever really teaches you. And I want to share these because I want folks to know what these are so that they can be aware of them and how they relate to the workplace that they're in, as well as the career that they're trying to develop. And I think another way to think about this is to think about these as the unspoken truths that many successful leaders know that not everyone figures out. And this might even be perhaps classified under mistakes that people made or things that people didn't realize that once they realized them, they changed or altered their perspective or mindset about the workplace and about their career. And particularly around things like advancements, promotions, being able to get credit for your work, being able to develop expertise, being able to have credibility with others. So I want to share these. And when I share them, I want you to keep me honest. I want you to keep me honest in that when I share them, make sure you listen to them and make sure you listen to my perspective. But please, if they don't resonate or if you disagree, that's okay too. I do think that most of these will resonate based off the fact that I've talked to many people about these and I've witnessed many leaders either make these mistakes or come to the realization of these and turn things around. But everyone has a unique experience. Whether you agree or disagree on them, if you do have any feedback for me, please, as always, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think. Okay, so I want to go through them right now. So reality number one, nobody wins alone. Okay, so oftentimes when we look at people who are successful we often like to think of this idea of the man-made person or the man-made woman, the man-made man, and this idea of rugged individualism and this idea of the folks out there who are successful because of their hard work and their own merit. And this is particularly true in Western cultures like the United States. And it's easy to fall into this trap of this idea that there is a man-made person who is successful and only successful because of their own Herculean solo efforts. But the reality of it is is that if you actually talk to most successful people, at least in the workplace, and you ask them what makes them successful, many of them will often talk about the other individuals and people in their work and in their career who actually helped them become successful. This still means in a lot of cases that these people worked very hard. It still means that they put in a lot of effort. It still means they had to do things on their own. But it's an acknowledgement that nobody is doing this on an island by themselves. We all live in a world bigger than ourselves and we need the help of others to succeed. So reality number one is that nobody wins alone. Reality number two, hard work is important, but not enough. So again, I think this is one that is popular and a challenge in the Western world, particularly the United States. And I think this starts with our own education system. In our own education system from a very young age, we prioritize individual hard work, effort and achievement. And if you do this, it means that oftentimes you will work hard, you will score well on the test, and when you score well on the test, you will get a good grade. And that becomes the self-fulfilling cycle. Work hard, score, get a good grade. And for many, these good grades can get be enough to get you to the next level. It can get you to the next schooling. It can get you that education that you need. And in many cases, it might actually help you at least to begin in the workplace. But in the workplace, in our careers, working hard and doing good work is important, but it's not always enough. It's very much, if you're familiar with the SAT questions out there where they give you a question and you have to find the answer, it is one of those questions where you have an answer where it's necessary but it's insufficient. So hard work is important and it's necessary, but hard work alone is perhaps insufficient in order to really achieve some of those bigger audacious goals you might have for yourself. Whether you're trying to get promoted take on an assignment, or get your ideas heard, or even just find your next opportunity, working hard and good, work, good doing good work is the baseline. But you also need the support, the advocacy, the sponsorship, and feedback from other people because they can help you scale your efforts and your impact. I would say that by far, this is one of the biggest mindset shifts that successful people make in the workplace. And they have to, especially if they came up through a Western educational system. I also notice and observe that this also tends to be true or can be true if you come from a cultural background or ethnic background or upbringing that oftentimes values hard work, putting your head down, and this idea that your work will speak for itself. I know this is true for my background. I'm Chinese-American. It's often something that is taught in my own culture. And it also stems back to this idea of just be humble and work hard. And I'm here to tell you, if this resonates with you, that those are all very admirable qualities and characteristics. And the workplace, if the workplace were a true meritocracy, that would be enough. But the reality is that it's not. And even in systems that claim to be meritocracy, where leaders say the best ideas win and hard work wins, the reality of it is that system is run by people. And people, and when I say people, I literally mean all people, have conscious and unconscious biases. And so... It's really hard when you have conscious or unconscious biases to actually be truly, truly a meritocracy. To be clear, this is not a knock on hard work. This is not an excuse to just skate by. It just means that you need to understand that working hard and doing good work are two parts of the equation. But the other element is a stone cold acknowledgement that it's not always going to be enough you're going to need something else. And that something else usually is relationships with others. And speaking of it, this comes to reality number three. Who matters. There's a saying that sometimes is popular, is which is, it's not what you know, but who. And I would argue that what does matter. I do think expertise as well as lived experience matters. But so does who. Oftentimes we hear things like build a network or grow your personal brand. And we think that means collecting a bunch of LinkedIn connections or business cards But in reality, it's more about developing relationships with the right kinds of people who you can support and who can support you. And making sure that you are surrounding yourself with people and building the right relationships is critical to achieving your desired career goals. Just a one specific example of this. Let's say that you're going up for promotion. If you're going up for promotion, a lot of times what that means is that you not only need to have the support of your manager, But you actually need to have the support of the other people in the room who are contributing to that decision. So the question back to you is, do you know who those people are? And would they support you? That's just one specific example of where who matters. On a more tactical and day-to-day level, there's a saying that goes that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And as you think about some of your own goals for becoming a leader or growing in your career, are you spending the right time with the right people? Okay. Reality number four, many decisions about you and your career are made in rooms that you are not in. Okay. This is one was a really hard one. I know for me to learn, but once you learn it, you cannot unlearn it. So for this one, it's really about this idea that it's really important to make decisions for yourself in your career by reflecting on your goals and your values and being able to take action in ways that align with those goals But there's a humbling reality that even the most ambitious leaders must recognize, and that's this. The reality is that many of the decisions that impact ourselves and our careers are made by other people in rooms that we're not in. That promotion we were talking about, that's someone else's decision. Getting sponsorship to be in a leadership development program, sure, we can volunteer and raise our hand, but someone else is ultimately making that decision. If you're a business owner, do you want to win over a client guess what? That decision about whether or not they're going to make you a vendor is made by a committee. There are so many decisions that mean a lot to our careers and the work that we do that are being made in rooms that we are not in. So then the question becomes, how do we make sure that the impact of our work, our credibility and expertise, our reputation is accurately being represented in those meetings or in rooms? And for that matter, That it's even active and present in those meetings in those rooms. So if you're not present in those rooms or if someone's not advocating for you, how are you going to ensure that this is going to happen or that this is going to be something that leads to a positive outcome? And the answer to that ultimately is making sure that you do have really good relationships with other people, with people who want to advocate for your support, who want to make sure that you are successful who want to sponsor you or mentor you or serve as someone who can contribute to creating opportunities for you. And that in and of itself is really important to remember. So yes, you need to take ownership of your career, but remember, some of those bigger decisions are bigger than just your own effort and your own desires. And that is again because all of us operate in a world that is much, much bigger than just ourselves, which leads us to reality number five. And that is this, your success in work and in life is correlated to the amount of people that want you to succeed. And this is what it all maps back to. I've talked to thousands of people I would consider to be successful in their career. And many of them come in different shapes, sizes, and forms and have different goals, aspirations, and desires. The one thing that unites all of them is that they were successful because other people around them wanted them to succeed. And this happened not just because of the goodwill of some really nice people, but because in many cases, these individuals went out of their way to intentionally build and cultivate relationships with others who then in turn wanted to support and advocate for these leaders on their behalf. These leaders in particular realized that business at its core is fundamentally about connecting people together, and they have made connecting and building relationships intentionally with other people a priority. They understand that while they have their own ambitions and their own work ethic for success in work in their career. They can and get there faster and will go much further when they have the support of others by their side. Okay, so those are five realities of the workplace that I think are true and that I think are relevant for anyone who's trying to develop as a leader or advance in their career. Please let me know what you think, whether you agree or disagree, or how you agree or disagree.